0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. Uh, We've got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk some Arizona basketball. We are going to talk some Arizona football. We're going to talk about basically everything that pertains to Arizona on campus, but we're going to talk some Arizona women's basketball as well, but let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. Like I talked about. All right, we talked previously about the Arizona Washington game, but you know what? This is a basketball town, so let's talk some Arizona men's basketball. All right, the schedule is out. A lot of people are talking about. You know what? Uh, what do you think about? Um, you know the Arizona basketball schedule. And here's what I say: is that I think Tommy Lloyd is operating in good faith here because you know, quite frankly. Um, Sean Miller wasn't when it came to scheduling, Sean Miller would basically do like one game and then he would just throw his hands up and say, well, we can't get anybody else. I think you're going to see a drastically, uh, I think you're going to see a drastically different approach from, excuse me, from uh, uh, Tommy Lloyd. And I'm not surprised at all that that uh, started out with a Duke home and home. I mean, that's what you want to see. And I know a lot of Arizona fans have been asking for that for a long time. And This was done right. Like back in the day, you had a lot of people that would, uh, you know, that uh, would say, well, why don't you just do the home and away with uh, Duke? Well, you know, Lou Dolson basically said, yeah, no, I'm good on that one. And honestly, when you're a program like Arizona, um, you uh, you don't do that. Again, Duke's a different entity, but at the same time, you hold your own. So, and what's fun about that, too, is that that uh, first game in Cameron Indoor Stadium is going to be a, uh, a team in Arizona that's going to be absolutely loaded. So, you look at that 2023 20, 24 roster, and you could essentially have almost everybody back from this team. Plus, you're bringing in a top five class. Um, you know, now there could be guys that could be gone, but let's just look at that possible roster for a second that could be going to Cameron Indoor Stadium. You've got Kreese who could easily still be here, and if not, he would be overseas. Got Pella Larson. Then you've got Julius Tabellus, who could still be here if he wants, Umar Bello, uh, Henry Vesar. Um, you've got guys coming in, obviously, Kylan Boswell, K.J. Lewis, all kinds of stuff. Um, and what's exciting about it, too, is that you're going to see, I think, even more like that, to be honest with you, because um, – Tommy Lloyd and when you're at Gonzaga, you know that you have to schedule guy or you have to schedule teams and it's not easy to schedule teams because you don't play in a good, you don't play in a good conference, obviously. So you have to go above and beyond to be able to schedule the best teams that you possibly can. And I think you're going to see some of that with Tommy Lloyd. uh, Also with the way that the PAC 10 is uh, currently uh, shaked out, you um, you're not going to have great teams because again, the L.A. schools are going to be out of there in a no time flat. So I think you're going to see a lot more of that with uh, Tommy Lloyd scheduling some uh, really, really good teams right there. And it's a good look all the way around for Arizona. As far as this out-of-conference schedule, uh, you got Arizona playing Maui, which is going to be a big uh, – which is always a big deal. I remember growing up when Arizona would play in Maui, and uh, I had a friend, a neighbor, who um, – kind of important and they would travel with the team and get to go to Maui. I was always jealous of it, but you know what? I couldn't go. That's all right with me. Um, but so far, I think Arizona's basketball schedule is going to be very good. Now moving over to some Arizona women's basketball, which we promised that we would talk about the uh, idea barn squad this year is loaded. Now I think a lot of, you know, at least with, from my perspective, I thought that Arizona um, I think this can be her most talented team because there's a lot of different aspects that are going for this squad, right? I mean, you watched them last year, and yes, they were good, but you can tell that they just missed that extra little sizzle that Ari McDonald brought, and should we really be surprised by that? Because Ari McDonald was probably the best player in school history. She was the best player in the country that year, and so – you just don't replace players like that. Now, last year I think was a little bit of a bridge here. Here I think you get back to being a top five to ten team in the country. And we're gonna break down the reasons why. Up front, you look Kate Reese, um, leading score leading returning score at about six-one. Obviously, had off season shoulder surgery, but she should be good to go. Again, I haven't seen her play up close, but um, I know that they have high expectations for her this year. She is a linchpin of everything that they want to do there because, again, one thing that Arizona did struggle at last year was scoring the basketball. And that's one thing that you've got to be able to do. You've got to be able to score the basketball. And right now, she's going to be one of the people that is uh, right at the forefront of that. Then up then up uh, next to her, you've got some different options. You've got Lauren Ware. You've got uh, – uh, Mayanaji. Now, I uh, talked with uh, the great PJ Brown the other day, and PJ talked about how Mayanaji is the real deal. You get a lot of players that come in, and you wonder, uh, are they really that good? Is it going to take a couple years? Well, by all accounts, Mayanaji is here, and Mayanaji is going to be a problem from day one. And I, uh, I don't think that that should really surprise anybody, to be honest with you. But she's a player that You watch her, and she just looks different. um, Kind of player, excuse me, that the uh, Connecticuts are used to getting, the Tennessees are used to getting, those type of schools right there. And so I don't know if she starts, but she's going to play a lot immediately. And that kind of brings us into Lauren Ware right there. Lauren Ware at about six foot, uh, about six foot three or four, another highly ranked player. she's a junior this year she spent a lot of time refiguring her body getting into better physical shape becoming more explosive so i think you're going to see a lauren ware i think you're going to see a, a maya naji who could possibly play next to each other and i think you know if you, if you can get two t- uh, players that can possibly uh you know fit next to each other that's a good little thing to have right there now Um, so Arizona can definitely go big right there. You've got those three players right there, kind of anchoring the front court. Now looking at the guard position, then we'll get to the wings. You've got Shayna Pellington, which I think a lot of uh, people have forgotten about. And just a little bit of a, to rehash, Shayna Pellington was one of Arizona's best players during the entire uh, run to the national championship game. A while back, she was, um, Uh, she was pretty much, you know, kind of that second best player at times where she was able to create some offense. But the one thing that she hasn't been able to do, she's never been a great shooter and they've had to rework her form. I'm excited to see what her form does look like now, but again, they've had to rework it. And um, if she can just become a passable shooter, then you've got a a point guard there that can really steady things. And then lining up next to her, you're probably going to have a Jay LaVille. Now, I think she might be the most impactful newcomer this entire off season, because one thing that we've talked about it, what did Arizona struggle at doing last year? Score the basketball. Well, if you watched Arizona against ASU, you know that Jay LaVille can score the basketball. And she did that in a big way against the university of Arizona. And she, I think is being brought in to be that person that just puts the ball in the basket. I know that that sounds a, uh, I know that that sounds uh, trite and easy, but you know what? Sometimes it's just not that simple. It's not as easy as it sounds. She's that player that I think you're going to have a lot of freedom to be able to make plays out there. and We'll see if she can do it, but I, she might not score the 17 per game that she scored last year, but there's every reason to believe that she could be even more efficient in that regard. So Jay Laville is going as a big time difference maker for this squad. And then you look at some of the other guards right there. You've obviously got the two very highly rated freshmen, Paris Clark, McDonald's All American, Kalen Gilbert. I've always thought with them that you're going to have, they're going to be impactful players, but it's going to maybe take them to where at this point next year, they are totally different uh, players and they are the epitome of difference makers right there. That's where, you know, I think you look at it and you know that, okay Arizona can Arizona is going to be able to score. They got depth. I don't know exactly what their roles are this year because you've got really talented players in front of them. But I think by this time next year, we're talking about players that could be flirting with kind of that all Pac-12 potential right there. That's where, you know, that's what I think uh, both of them can do. Now, I do uh, when it comes to. The other transfer you got, Lauren Fields from Oklahoma State. Lauren Fields is a great story because, honestly, she is. Um, she was one of the first people to jump on uh, with this Arizona team. And, again, she averaged about 15 points per game. But her story is a little bit like Jay LaVille's in that I think she's going to be um, – it's going to take her a little bit of time. But I think that she, she might not score 15 per game, but she's also going to be more efficient. And that's what you're looking for. You join a team that is more talented. You want to see the efficiency numbers go up. And right now, I think you're going to see those efficiency numbers go up with this Arizona Wildcat squad. Um, then one here we haven't talked about a ton is Lamaya Hilton. Uh, as PJ was talking about, Lamaya Hilton is um, kind of the overlooked player amongst all the newcomers because she obviously played in Canada. Um, but she came in, and you know, I noticed in media day that physically she looks – you know, she looks the part. She looks like she can come in. She looks like she can step in and play immediately. And we'll find out. But, you know, as Adia Barnes has always said, you know, if you don't play defense for me, then you're not going to play. And that's uh, that's what I think Lamayton. if she's going to play this year, that's going to be her role is going to be kind of that defensive spark off the bench. And you've got some other players like that as well. Um, different skill sets. Maddie Connor. I think it's going to be one of the better shooters in the conference. You can really tell that Dia Barnes likes Matt Connor. What she likes, what she brings to the table, what she brings to the uh, the fold, and um, um I think with uh, uh, Helena another PJ Brown there, she is. She's kind of that jack of all trades, in that she can play a little point guard. Um, she can play a. She can play a little bit off. Um, she can pass. She's she can do a lot of everything. And if you were three on threes this summer, you could tell that she definitely has a little bit of skill all the way around, right there. Um, so we'll find out what she can do. But I would imagine she's going to play. Uh, she's going to play a lot of minutes this year. And then one other player uh, to certainly remember is Esmeri Martinez. Obviously, another transfer in here. She's about six foot one, six foot two, really good rebounder and score can also play defense. Um, She, to me, is going to be that jack of all trades. The player that, you know, does a little scoring, does a little bit of uh, rebounding, can defend at a high level. All of that stuff, I think that she can pretty much do. So that's kind of where, you know, this roster is you don't have really any questions from a skill physicality perspective, because you've got shooting, you've got scoring, you've got size, you've got defense. It's just going to be on Adia Barnes to be able to fit this, uh, fit all these pieces together. And if she fits all these pieces together, then you're looking at one of the best teams in the country. And I expect this team to be one of the best teams in the country. It's going to take a little bit of time for sure to be able to just get all these pieces together, to be able to get everybody kind of on the same page. But if that happens, then watch out because I think this team actually has more top to bottom talent than the team that did play in the national championship game. And right now, Arizona, Arizona women's basketball is not going anywhere. Adia Barnes is going to be bringing in maybe the best class in the country. She's already got two top 10 players committed. She's got a top 15 to top 20 point guard and Jada Williams, who, um, already has signed a huge NIL. LeBron James has been to multiple uh, of her games. You know, if LeBron could come doing a couple of Arizona women's basketball games, that would obviously be a really, really good look for Arizona women's basketball as well. And there's a couple other players that could certainly be uh, coming down the pipeline as well. But right now, this is the time that you buy stock in Arizona women's basketball. There's no other t- There's no better time to do it quite frankly. Um, now, speaking of that, let me tell you about the get upside app. All right. Tired of cringing at the pump. Uh, now it's time to start saving some money right here. So I was at uh, I was at the fries on uh, First and Grant, always taking yourself, always taking your safety into your hands a little bit there. But what I was excited about was, all right, I don't really care what's going to happen to me right here. I'm going to save money here. And I used the GetUpside app and it came up to saving me about five bucks. Who doesn't want to save five bucks at the pump with all of this money, all of this expensive, uh, all of this, you know, these expensive gas prices? This is where it is. So here's what you do you download the free Upside app and use promo code Locked on to get, or Locked to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 for more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code Locked. Again, I did this at Granton First. You can do this wherever you want, but it's going to save you some money. And again, hop in there, make that one happen. All right, we've got about five minutes left. We'll be right back with you.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months,
1: Thanks for keeping it locked on wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now we talked about some Arizona men's basketball. We talked about some Arizona women's basketball. Now we're going to talk a little bit Arizona football going forward right here. Now, one thing that we do know about this Arizona football team is the defense stinks. Um, offensively, you get a lot of kudos from our fish gets a lot of kudos for revamping this roster the way that he has, but Defensively, that's going to be the next. Uh, that's going to be the next target here. You've got to get better players in there, and I don't need you to be bringing in Lavar Arringtons and All Americans, but I, players that can be capable Pac-12 Power Five starters. I don't need all conference guys, but players that are solid across the board. If that can happen, then I think you're looking at a, a team that can pretty much. Um, can pretty much look in pencil in probably five, six, seventy, seven wins. Cause if this defense is good, the offense is going to be fine. We've talked about that ad nauseum, Jaden Delora, Jacob Cowing, um, those guys, you know, Jacob Cowing might not be back, but then you still got Dorian Singer, you still got team. You still got a lot of different options. The one thing, though, you don't have is you have a ton on the defensive side. And whether it, you know, you lose Hunter Echols, you lose Jalen Harris, you're going to be losing some players. You're going to lose Jerry Roberts. You've got to be able to get some players that, again, not even really difference makers. (laughs) Excuse me, not even difference makers, but just capable players that can be. If I'm going to tell you that Arizona can be the eighth best defense in the or in the conference next year, we'll take it. Because for so many years, it's been the 12th best defense out of 12 teams. That can't be the case because if you're looking to win games and not in a fluky way, the defense just has to be better. There's really no other way around it. So Jet Fish is really going to, you know, we're going to find out what he can do on the por- on the portal because he's shown that he definitely, he, he ha- he's had some big hits. Jaden Delorda was a big hit. Jacob Cowling was a big hit. Um, Hunter Eccles, big hit. DJ Williams can go on and on down the list, but there were obviously some misses as well. Gunnar Maldonado is very good. Drake Anderson is meh. So those are, those are the guys that you need. You can't, you can't miss on players. You've got to be able to get defensive players in here that can really cause, you know, that can make you put a competent product on the field for lack of a better term. Now uh, let's see here. What do we got? All right. One other thing too. And as locked on keeps growing, Here's the deal. Nissan has now hopped in here. From LinkedIn to Nissan, Locked On is growing by leaps and bounds, over a million downloads. All right, so here's the deal. Our partners at Nissan uh, have worked with us to create a new segment uh, across the Locked On College Network. Thrilling moments where we highlight the most exciting play from the team's weekend game or throughout the history of Arizona. This week's thrilling moment from the uh, Arizona Wildcats is... The Leap by the Lake, I remember where I was. This team was uh, – Air- that was Arizona's best team in school history. They went 12-1, and won. Leap by the Lake, where uh, uh, Ortiz Jenkins ran in and flipped into the end zone and won. That really spearheaded Arizona to have the best season in school history. That moment brought to you by Nissan. And, again, this segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills – Uh, in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today, available now at NissanUSA.com. All right, I'm going to come back with you, and we're going to wrap everything up and get you ready for Wednesday.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kabotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's kabotaorangedays.com.
1: Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. So, big show today. We talked Arizona men's basketball, Arizona women's basketball. We talked some football. Uh, Tomorrow we're going to get into a little bit of the recruiting, uh, re- a little bit of the recruiting uh, angles that uh, are prevalent throughout, um, are prevalent throughout. You know, Arizona basketball and Arizona football right now. So we'll definitely keep you in the loop on all of that. But um, everybody out there, you have a great day. Again, really appreciate you listening in. Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk a little Cody Williams. We're going to talk some KJ uh, KJ Lewis, Carter Bryant a lot of the basketball names that you need to know on the recruiting trail and we're going to talk a little bit of uh, Arizona football as well because Jed Fish as we know recruits at a higher level than Kevin Sumlin and doesn't bring in just straight OKG's so we'll find that out but as always everybody out there you have a great rest of your uh, rest of your Tuesday and get ready for an action-packed recruiting segment tomorrow. Because all the questions that you want, we're going to be answering here on Locked on Wildcats. Again, have a great Wednesday. We will be back with you tomorrow. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts